Insurance Voice of South Texas. My name is Eric Cervantes, and I'm the president of the Independent Insurance Agents of San Antonio. And this is Robert Crosby, the executive director of the Agents Association. And uh, we're going to break the internet today because we're going to try and make an interesting conversation about insurance and the insurance industry. So we'll see if we can make that happen. But first, I'd like to thank our, one of our corporate partners, Quark & Company, who's sponsoring this podcast today. They're celebrating 90 years in insurance this year, and they're a great partner for a lot of our um, insurance agents in San Antonio. So thank you, Quark & Company. We really appreciate you guys. Um, one of the, the, you know, the reason for this podcast and why we've decided to do this, um, Robert and I were, have been talking for years and talking about how we're going to beep up our social media and how we're going to get more involved in advertising, and it's been a lot of chatter until recently, and maybe one of the positive things that might have come out of the COVID-19 is that it motivated us a little bit Absolutely. to get a little bit more into the social media. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah, I believe that we need to... Uh, promote the strength and values of, of the independent agent here in San Antonio. The association is 113 years old and it's time to show everybody in San Antonio and Bear County and South Texas who we are and what we stand for. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, having a, the platform of the internet is something that we need to take advantage of. Um, we've been a little slow in the insurance industry of, of um, adhering to technology and I think that it's time to start moving forward, and so this is gonna be our first step, and we'll see how it goes, right? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> uh, one of the things that I wanted to do first was I kinda wanted to just give an update of where we are in Bear County, where we are in San Antonio, um, in regards to the landscape of how businesses are operating and what the protocols, protocols are for businesses. So um, as it sits today, we currently have 3,513 confirmed cases of COVID-19. Um, we're sitting at um, 80 deaths and 180 new, 1,311 active. Um, and so when you look at the numbers, it's still trending from what the mayor said. It's still trending in the right direction. And uh, even though we are in phase two currently in the state of Texas and in San Antonio, we haven't seen a huge uptick and uh, we are still trending in the right direction. So that's, that's positive news. And um, one of the things that's getting ready to happen is uh, June 12th, they're looking to start phase three. And in phase three, they're gonna allow for restaurants and bars to be at 75% capacity. And, um, and I think that that's gonna make a big difference. And That's gonna know, be a welcome relief in San Antonio. Absolutely, I mean, really when you good. talk about the insurance business, we, I think, we work based on the market. So determining what the market does kind of affects how we are as an industry. And I know that there's uh, agencies out there that focus on bars and they focus on restaurants and they focus on retail. And, and the hospitality and, industry. And hospitality, absolutely. Yeah. And so that's had a huge impact on not only those businesses, but on the insurance carriers and the insurance agents and the employees of these insurance agencies that have had to deal with the, um, all of the ramifications of these businesses not being able to operate. So the fact that we're now getting to the point where uh, June 12th will be in phase three and these, these facilities will be able to be at 75% capacity, I think it's gonna have a huge impact, positive impact on um, not only the economy, but on the insurance industry. Absolutely, because most of these agents in town, uh, their large book of business is hospitality yep. and it's gonna affect them uh, a lot. Well, when you look at the footprint of San Antonio, 
how much of the economy comes from hospitality, a great majority of it. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think it's a driving force for the city. It's a driving force for a lot of these agencies. And so, um, yeah, I'm really excited to, know, to see them implement phase three. I hope that it continues to where we trend in the right direction when it comes to um, all of these COVID cases and we can continue to open up uh, for the economy. So that's just kind of a, a quick look into where we're at in San Antonio as it sits today, how that might impact uh, the insurance industry a little bit. And then um, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about real quickly before we get into some of the stuff for the Independent Insurance Association in San Antonio is um, what San Antonio is doing. What is San Antonio doing? Best practices, how are we getting ourselves to where we, um, we can reopen in a, in a uh, safe way? And so I know that the city put together a pledge and they've asked for local businesses to pledge that they're going to adhere to these standards um, or best practices to manage this COVID-19. And so in case you didn't know, I looked it up so we can, we can talk a little bit about what some of these things are. Um, they're still recommending that, that people wear face uh, coverings and practice social distancing, conduct temperature checks. Now I haven't been to any places that have, that have taken my temperature. I went to a graduation and they did take my temperature. Have you been anywhere? Yeah, they several restaurants, and they have not taken they have my not temperature. Okay, well, nor have we uh, suggested that we wear masks. Right. Well, so these are the recommendations that the city is saying that uh, they'd like for businesses to adhere to, but it's not a requirement. So it's um, it's just kind of when we talk about okay, what are best practices? What are our clients when they call us and say, hey, what do we need to be doing? I would say that this would be the list that the um, insurance agents would want to direct people to because this is what the state and the local governments are recommending for local businesses. And I've heard that San Antonio is probably abiding more about about these uh, COVID restrictions than any other city. Yep. yep. They've been doing a really good job. I, really I don't, did you guys, did, did you get to see the uh, 60 Minutes uh, thing that they did on San Antonio? No. Okay, so um, that'd be another thing I would recommend. If you haven't seen it, go online and look up the 60 Minutes. Um, had a lot of really good information. Um, he asked a lot of really good questions. And part of the reason why they did San Antonio is because it's the seventh largest city in the country, but also um, because of the way that we were managing the COVID uh, situation. So that makes it's, sense. Yeah, I don't want to get too in-depth, but it is good. So it's, it's a good uh, resource right. to go and look at. We're a step ahead of most cities. Yep. Uh, the only other things that they recommended on the, um, the pledge was to follow CDC uh, cleaning recommendations, to do contactless payment methods, and to train your employees on COVID-19. Um, COVID and so, um, so that's kind of a, a quick summary of what San Antonio is doing, where we're at locally, what our economy is going to hopefully look like in the next week or so, and how it's going to impact the industry a little bit. Um, but moving on, I think it's important for us to, to let our members know and our future members know what's our mission statement. So uh, Ron, should you talk a little bit about that, Robert? Absolutely. Mission statement is promoting the strength and values of the independent agents. Uh, basically, it, it's a really a three-legged stool. We promote professionalism, uh, networking, and uh, best practices. So we have uh, continued there, and also, and we we have uh, also put together recruiting videos that we're going to be broadcasting. Uh, we have got. Uh, more on our newsletters and uh, our websites that really promote our the association. 
Well, I'll tell you, when it comes to uh, those things that you're talking about, education, um, the number of opportunities we give our members to, to go to CEs and to do that, I think is very valuable. It's valuable to um, agency owners who have employees that need to make sure that they stay current with their continuing ed education. Um, networking is huge in our, our industry. I mean, I think that in order to be successful as an agency, you have to get involved in the networking within the industry. Some people like to say, well, I don't want to network with my competition. But it's not about that. It's about uh, everybody working together to understand and find the best ways for us to, to thrive as an industry. And exchange ideas. Absolutely. That, that's one Absolutely. of the biggest things. I probably picked up more ideas uh, in the last five years than I ever had when I was an agent. Yeah. Because everybody is communicating, collaborating with each other. Yep. It's and phenomenal. there's, um, you know, I know that there's a few insurance agencies in town that have agency owners that I'll call whenever I have a question about something or if I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to handle something um, as an agency owner and I know they've been doing it a lot longer than I have and they've always been welcome to give information, they've always um, um, uh, embraced the, uh, the role of a mentor and, exactly. um, and so I've tried to pay that forward as well and when people come to me with questions I try and make sure that I'm uh, available to them so that I can I can pass it forward to somebody else and that's one of the great things about this association that's one of the great things about the insurance community and I think that's one of the valuable things about you know being a part of this group one thing you did mention was CE uh, we with membership we offer for free CE both now virtually and in person Right. And so it is, uh, it's a great help in this, during this time. Well, let me ask you, do you think moving forward, and this is probably a question that we'll have to ask each other in the next few months, but mm -hmm. do you think that moving forward we will be extending CE for both in-person and virtual? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I really do. I think that uh, I think there are a lot of companies out there, insurance companies that still, uh, and agencies that cannot... Uh, get it in person. Right. So it could carry on um, through the rest of the year and who knows into next year. Yeah. So we're going to have to adapt ourselves to our CE classes. Yeah. And, I think that it's um, it's being able to, to, to pivot and uh, what are all the, the words that people like to use right now but um, you know one of the great things about all of this is that people have learned how to become more efficient and how they communicate. And so I'm a people person, I like to be in front of people, I like to go meet with people, but the reality is um, this has trained us in other formats to do that. And I think that when you look at it, there's actually some really good lessons we can learn from this when it comes to efficiency and communication. Um, I'm going to want to try and meet with whoever I can meet with in person, but the reality is it's, it's sometimes it's a lot more efficient for me to meet with somebody in Zoom, online, in a webinar, or um, on a teleconference than it is to actually do it in, in person. And so um, I kind of foresee the, the options that at some point the association is going to be um, giving options for people to do both. And, um, and I think a good example of that is going to be our lunch. Um, the next lunch that we do in July because we're planning on having both um, the ability to go to the lunch possibly in person yeah in person and also streaming. And, and also streaming and so um, have we verified that with Fleming Jet do we know if they're gonna um, if they're gonna if they're open for us to do that they are they are and so they, they've given us their uh, coronavirus uh, protocol Perfect. and we're gonna be putting it out on the website. Well, there you go. So we're going to have the options 
if you guys want, you're going to be welcome to, to come to the lunch and uh, give elbows, shake hands. I don't know. We'll figure out the best way to do all that stuff. But the reality is it'll be an opportunity for people to be able to see faces um, and, and see new faces, see familiar faces. And if they're not comfortable with that, there'll be the option for them to, to stream it online and still be able to participate. And if you're not familiar where Fleming's is, it's in the Quarry Market. So it's uh, Fleming's Prime Steakhouse. Exactly. Can't you can't miss it. Yep. On East Bassing. And so um, I'm excited about that. I think that um, the topic is going to be really interesting for July as well. Um, we're going to be bringing in a sales professional to talk about how do you sell in this current climate? How do you sell in this current environment? How do you sell with social distancing? I mean. I don't know how to do it, honestly. I'm trying to get my hands around it because I am a people's person. I gotta be around people. I'm an extreme extrovert. This whole COVID-19 thing has been driving me nuts. And uh, just to be able to sit in a room with other people, even if it's talking insurance, I'm excited about it because I get to be in a room with other people. But, um, but I will say that um, I think that the topic is going to be really good because he's going to be uh, putting a lot of focus in how do you sell with social distancing. One of the things is why we did this because we sent out a uh, survey monkey a, a month and a half ago and one of the things is how do we prepare for ourselves in, in today's new environment. Right. Both CE classes, both lunches, how can we prepare and, and communicate with each other and, and this is this comes right off that survey monkey. So yeah. We are paying attention to our uh, membership. Awesome. Big yeah, money. no, I mean, I think that um, I think that everybody's trying to figure that out right now. And so hopefully we'll be able to bring some content to our members that we'll, um, they'll be able to get some value out of. I think that people are learning different ways to operate and manage business with all of this. I know that all of my employees are working from home and we really haven't seen a whole lot of difference in, um, you know, it's been seamless. It's been seamless. Yeah. You know, I mean, we are we're lucky and fortunate. Our agency is pretty technology driven. Everything that we do is technology based, and so we don't really rely on anything that's not a technology platform. So it allows us to be able to work from wherever we want to work from, and so um, I think that that's one of the good things. And there's probably some agencies out there who weren't necessarily built that way yet, but they have resources within the IAA, um, like my myself, my agency, and and um, many numbers of agencies in town that they could go and talk to and say, hey, how are you guys doing this? How are you guys managing to this? I mean, what are you doing with your employees? What are your protocols? Um, because I guarantee you there's a lot of people that, are, that have their people going into the office every day, but they're doing it in a smart way, and they have protocols on how they're doing that. And, um, and I think that that information is valuable, and it's valuable that other members uh, be able to talk to people to, to see what they're doing. Well, one uh, big addition to the association here in San Antonio is that uh, we hired uh, Luke Wakeley as the intern, and he is IT specialist. So right. if there are questions that can't be asked for your staff, Call the association. We can get Luke on the line and, and talk. Work through it. Yeah. Awesome. If, well, we, no, if we don't know the answer, we'll find it. For yeah. You. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just part of what we do here at the association. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the other things that we do um, with the association. I know that we we talked about CE. Um, we talked a little bit about our luncheons, which we we typically do. Once a month, there's a couple months that we don't do it, um, but for the most part, we do our CE and we do our lunches once a month. 
Um, we also do um, Elite Texas. And so, um, good point. Elite Texas is a talk uh, about that. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Elite Texas. I mean, one of the great things uh, about the association is that they've created this sub organization within the organization that's called Elite Texas. And this is the fun part about insurance because it involves young professionals and it involves a lot more networking. And um, with networking, you have uh, golf outings or uh, uh, happy hours, fun runs. Um, they're planning all sorts of fun and exciting. And it's the fun part about what we do and, and getting to network. And it's younger people getting to co-mingle and, and see how, you know, what they're doing to enhance their careers and um, do they enjoy where they're working and what are, what are some things that they can tell other people or teach them and what they've learned over their time. And so, um, and another it's a big great thing is their community projects that they'll start. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. In the past, we've had a community project with Mission Road. Yep. Uh, on the south side. We painted the, one of the couple of their buildings and did all the landscaping. Yep. Uh, well, most of all the landscaping yeah. there. It's and a big so, property. Yeah, but it it really was incredible. It uh, it, it gave the, the owners of the agency is that uh, these young people are just not going out to the bars and networking. They also have Have something. a positive impact on the community. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And it's, um, it's been a great organization. The next um, event that we will be planning with Elite Texas probably won't be until October and we'll talk a little bit about that here in a little bit but with everything that we're dealing with with uh, social distancing it just kind of makes sense to put it on hold uh, for a little while and we'll um, we'll have it set up with one of our other events that we're going to be doing. One, so, uh, couple, uh, one other thing before we get into our big revenue generating um, projects that we do that we love. Uh, job board uh, where in the past, it's been kind of not used much, but now since the last, oh, three or four months, people have been sending in resumes. We've been posting on our job board. Also, agents that are looking for good employees, and so they're posting job descriptions on the job board. Okay. Where it hasn't been used in the past, and now it's starting to be used, and we're giving some uh, Good reactions from it. Well, so good. let me ask you, what what did we do different, or what's changed that we did to enhance that, or to get people more involved in it now? Was there something? I think we, we started did? advertising it. Yeah, that's more, more and more yeah. advertising it, all our brochures and everything. Uh, we've talked about it at the CE classes, the lunches, and the newsletters. Right. And and so it it takes time, uh, but like. They say Rome wasn't built in right. a year, a day, it, so it, it is taking some time, but now it's starting to catch on. Well, that's good. And the younger people uh, that are own, own, owning these agencies really see the true value in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can speak to that. And, and I think that, you know, something that in the four or five years that, that I've been involved with the, the board and the association it, that we've talked about is how do we get people into our business? Right? How do we get people into the insurance industry? Because we have, you know, this many vacancies that are going to be available because of all the people that are getting to retirement age and that are going to be ready ready to step away from the insurance industry. But we're not recruiting new people into it, right? It's not sexy. Well, you would know? you I mean, like I wear to a vest. launch into the I wear a vest, that's about as sexy as it gets when it comes to insurance. So <laughs> you know it's uh, it's it's just so how do we do it? And I think that having the job boards and doing things like that and promoting the opportunities that are out there 
in the insurance business is a good first step. Absolutely. Right? And Absolutely. so, um, but then the other thing that you can, we talk about when we're saying, okay, how do we recruit and how do we do that um, is probably something that maybe you could talk a lot about, which I is the foundation. Yeah, let's talk about the foundation because okay. I think that that's, that's what that was built this on. Is, this is a perfect segue into our uh, 501c3 uh, charity, uh, educational charity uh, foundation. It's called the Independent Insurance Foundation of San Antonio. And what it is, is that it, we have collaborated, teamed up with the National Alliance. The National Alliance, since 1968, has been the premier education and research insurance center here in the United States, and now it's worldwide. Yep. What they have developed in the last, since really two, started 2016, is a uh, program for high school students. It's their CES, CISR uh, high school program. It is accredited by the Texas Education Agency, and it is a CTE credit that uh, the high school students have to have before graduating. And so this is going to be part of their curriculum. And it is insurance and risk management, but it is teaching them uh, the, the customer insurance service representative curriculum. And we're also, they're going one step further, is that they're going to be licensed. So, and the last part of this curriculum is internship. And we now have our larger agencies, there's about 12 members that have agreed to hire these interns or will be employees so we can start filling that void that we've been suffering for a long time. Right. Uh, back in 2013, the big problem is that we were gonna have over 400,000 jobs available in the insurance industry countrywide in 2020. While we're here, there is us baby boomers are retiring and now this will give a, a push to, to capture or take care of this void. It's a win-win on everybody's part. Right. It's a win-win on the National Alliance part, the school districts because we're funding the school districts right. to, uh, to put the teachers in place to buy the material and we are now offering them the seed money to do this because they will not be reimbursed at the beginning. Eventually the school districts will be reimbursed, right. but not at the get-go. Right. And so this is extremely important. And yeah. Well, and you know, I think that one of the, the, the foundation has been a dream child for, for years. And I know it's something that, that you personally have wanted to, to do and put in place. And I think it's great that we have, our industry absolutely needs it. San Antonio absolutely needs it. Um, it's very important that we let people know about the opportunities in our business. Um, I fell into insurance on accident, and I would say that a great majority of the people that I talk to in the business, they fell into it by accident as well. You don't think when you're going to go into high school that you want to become an insurance agent. Uh, I mean, most people don't. Maybe if, if their dad is an insurance agent, they say, I want to be like my dad, but um, the reality is, is that most people don't do that. And so how do you get people to understand that the industry has all of these opportunities and what they can actually um, get from it from a fulfillment standpoint, um, but also from a revenue standpoint. And so, um, so when you when you talk about it, when you talk about it, it's just um, it's exciting because I think that it's the first step 
for us as an association of what we can do to start bringing people into the industry, showing them the possibilities that are out there in our industry. And we're probably pioneers in this field because there's no other association in Texas that is quite doing it like this. Yes. Good. And we're good. We are, you know, not only in in San Antonio but and, and Bear County and surrounding counties, but we are also in Laredo, Corpus Christi, and parts of South Texas up until about the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. And they've got a strong association down there. Okay. Texas is one of the few states that has local association. We are the boots on the ground. We're the grassroots that really emphasize and help the independent agent. Right. Our state association is good too, but we're the actual people that hear the heartbeat of what's going on in San Antonio right. and South Texas. Well, and, and you know, it's, it's, we're, we're moving. We're starting to move that train. You know, when a train starts, it starts moving kind of slow, and then it gains, it gets, starts to gain steam. And so, I think that's where we're at, and it's exciting. I'm excited about it. You know, I know that we have the trade fair coming up. Yep. That we move that. That's normally in April. Um, there was some incident that happened in April that didn't allow us to do it, and, uh, but we moved it to August. Right. And so uh, August fourth. Now we're looking at August fourth. Not really a whole lot has changed other than the date and maybe the temperature outside. But other than that, uh, we're going to be good to go. We need sponsors. We want corporate partners there. We want all of our member agencies to have their employees go. We want to have a great event. And we're going we're gonna to do whatever the city tells us to do, whatever the, the Pearl Stables tells us to do from a social distancing standpoint. We'll work through all the logistics, but so far it's on. Right. Absolutely. And non-members as well. Non-members so as we, well. We welcome all the non-members that are out there that would like to join us. It's, it's, a, it's a good opportunity for you to see what the association is all about. Um, I think that's a great event for that. And then, of course, the golf tournament. Good deal. I Absolutely. Mean, you know, we got the golf tournament coming up October 15th. Um, it's, uh, so far, it's my little baby until I get to pass, pass that baby off to somebody else. But I get excited about it because it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I love golf. Uh, we make the tournament fun because we do a lot of things that are unique that aren't that don't make it stuffy. You know, there's probably uh, the great majority of our members are not great golfers, and so we're trying to make sure that the tournament is geared towards our demographic of golfers. And network. most of them are hacks. You know, I mean, so um, now there's a few guys out there that are phenomenal golfers, and, and um, they're the ones that are always standing on the podium at the end of the tournament, which is okay. But it's more to have fun. It's more to network, it's more to enjoy your time with the corporate partners and for the corporate partners to enjoy their time with their agency members. And, um, and we're going to have Elite Texas there too. And so we're going to have a, a separate event that and will be within auction. the event uh, for Elite Texas and the silent auction, which is going to be the foundation. For, which, which is going to be for the foundation and it's going to raise money for the foundation. And so we've got a lot of exciting things coming up. I'm really excited about it. I know you're excited about it. I am. And I really so... Am. Um, I guess uh, at this point, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Yep. I think that we did a pretty decent job of not making it too stuffy, considering that we're talking Agreed. about insurance things, right? That's right. And our first one. Our first one. Dude. So, hey, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> and so, until next time, thank you for uh, listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you guys tuning in, and hopefully this won't be our last. And thank you, Quirk and Company, for being our first sponsor. Absolutely. Thank you very much. It.
Thank you.